You can't afford to be made to look ridiculous. But luckily we can because we are the hosts of the the Godfather Minute. Minute. My name is Alex Robinson. Yeah, and I'm Andy Robinson. (laughs) Together we're the The Godfather Godfather Minute. And today we're talking about Minute 34 of the Godfather. We are already to 34. Alex, you know how to say 34 in Italian? Uh, How? Let me tell me... uh, a minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Trenta. Trenta. Quattro. Quattro. Trenta quattro. Trenta quattro. Bene, bene. You got it. That's good. You know, that was weird because I, I just thought of something that I had to tell you. What's that? <clears throat> no, but as you were telling me the Italian lesson, I was thinking about what I had to tell you, but I was still perfectly repeating it. And then once I started paying attention to what I was doing, I could I, I had a harder time you, repeating oh, it. Isn't wow. That weird? And that funny language is fascinating. Yeah. So basically, if I don't pay attention to what I'm doing, I'm smarter. <laughs> You're smart. You're smart. I never said you weren't smart. Yeah. Anyway, so numero trente quattro. Quattro. Trente quattro. Oh. And I retained it. How about that? You got it. So uh, minute 34 starts off mm-hmm. with um, the exterior shot, sunset, sunrise. It's a beautiful estate. At the Waltz's estate. And there's a mm-hmm. long, slow pan. Long and slow. <laughs> Until we see the sleeping form of, I guess mm. it's Jack Waltz. If you can see that it's him, mm. and, and it's the theme, the, oh, the Godfather God's classic, Godfather melody, in as it's going on. <laughs> and then Jack Waltz awakes, oh. and oh, and before he awakens too, the Godfather theme starts to turn into kind of almost like a circus. This is like a calliope music. Yeah, it's, it's true. Like it's building more, and building. Something's yeah. something's about to happen here, Alex. Well, we're not going to know what it is because the we, so Jack Wells wakes up. He's, he notices he has blood on himself. What? Am I injured? Did I, did I get my period? What's going on here? <laughs> and he starts looking at the sheets and the sheets are covered in blood. <gasps> and uh, that's when the minute ends. We don't know what, what we don't know what's going to be in the oh sheets. Oh, my gosh. The minute literally is just a buildup. Do a, you want to take some guesses? Uh, I'm going to guess that um, he was eating in bed. As he is wont to do, because mm-hmm. he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna say he like not knowing it, he, the, he put the ketchup bottle and it smeared all oh, over the boy. all over the uh, all over the, the yeah. bed. Oh gosh! So the maid is gonna. Well, no, the maid won't be mad. He'll be mad at the maid anyway. You know why didn't the maid take the thing out of the? Uh, yeah, he looks ridiculous. He looks head full of ketchup. <laughs> so uh, you have any speculation as to what it is? Well, the only thing I could think of is Tom. Tom did a Tom Hagen did a great job keeping cool in that last minute. Uh-huh. But as you <laughs> joked, maybe you weren't joking. He eventually broke. He went outside uh, and he just broke down. He was so sad. Yeah, so sad. Maybe he harmed himself. He, he oh. ran inside the house and armed himself. I thought you say he was so sad he cried until all his blood came out of his body. <laughs> that too. <Yeah. laughs> wow. So you think it's so you think Tom is. Uh, 
You think he's full of regrets? Know. I mean, that's he wow. Walt's really laid into him. Another uh, another possibility mm-hmm. is it is red wine and not blood. Oh. We see red wine throughout the movie. That's and true. It's very important in Italian culture. A lot of people drink red wine throughout the movie. So you think it's a message from the Don? It's a Sicilian message. What does it mean? Directly from the Don. What does it mean? It means he's got that a bed full of wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, means, it means he's dead. Yeah. The old man has had too much wine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means. Um, but it, it's a it's a real cliffhanger. Yeah, it's we a don't see what it is. So we um so the, we uh, we do the only thing note that I have is specific, we're also going to talk about the deleted the other deleted scene that happened right before this. Mm-hmm. So obviously, there's not a heck of a lot to talk about in this. I've got a bit to talk about in the book. Okay, that well, you don't see in the movie that takes place sort of at this time, right before this scene. Okay. Yeah, because then maybe that'll tie in with the... Should we do that with the deleted scene? Because the deleted scene leads up to this. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, so before we do that, though, just specifically, mm-hmm. um, you can see as the camera's zooming in, there's an Oscar on Jack Waltz's table. Oh, I didn't table. notice that. Wow. And uh, there's some question as to whether that is a prop Oscar or is it the Oscar that Francis Ford Coppola won five days before he shot this? He Whoa. won the Oscar for writing the screenplay for Patton. He won Best Screenplay Award. Interesting. And then so there's some speculation that that's actually Francis Ford Coppola's uh, Academy oh, Award. Very I think that's cool. A little, neat little uh, little detail. That's excellent. So, Although I would, two weeks to, earlier, sorry, he won it two weeks prior to filming. Do the Oscar trophies change over the years, or the, is it always that same classic I think design? I think it's the same thing. Okay, maybe there's some fine tuning, but that it's still a naked guy holding a sword, basically. Because oh. if they do change it, then it would have been a break in consistency. What do they call uh, that in movies? Uh, continuity. Continuity. Breaking yeah. the co- breaking the continuity. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the head for. Uh, uh, so yeah, that was the only thing I had specifically about. That's very cool. I didn't notice that. I assume that if there's an Oscar in there, it's because of all the acting lessons Walt's had. I mean, acting oh, so lessons. He won it for for being an actor, for, not even a director or correct. producer. Wow, yeah. those, they paid off. <laughs> Singing lessons. Maybe it was an Emmy. Is, oh, is an Emmy or like a, best choreographer or something like that. <laughs> Or best song in a movie to take singing lessons. It could have been sang yeah. a song. What, in a what, movie. Is that an Emmy for singing? Uh, well, singing would be a Grammy. A oh, Grammy. That's yeah. I had it wrong. What is an Emmy? Emmy is for television. All right. Any television? Uh, yeah, it's for Just excellence drama? in television. Well, there's one for there's one for oh, best different comedy. Genres. There's all sorts okay. of uh, you know. So you can get a comedy Emmy. You can get a comedy okay. Emmy. Yeah, hmm. I think. They must have. Right. Again, someone at home now is yelling at us because we, <laughs> if we don't know the answer to it, we should just not even uh, let's not bring up anything we don't know the answer to. Yeah. OK. So the deleted scene. Um, you'll recall yesterday, uh, the delete, not yesterday, the scene we talked about last week, uh-huh. uh, it ended with Tom Haken going to the house, going to the airplane. Yeah. And then it faded into basically the start of this minute. But there was mm-hmm. a big chunk there, a couple of minute long mm-hmm. scene. It would have gone from Tom leaving the house to back to the Corleone house and um, a tearful Connie mm-hmm. and uh, Carlo getting into a, f- a screaming match mm. at the at the Corleone house. Wow. And um, a ro- rocky start to their marriage. Yeah. Theoretically, this would have been right after because yeah. Tom, if Tom went to Hollywood. Oh, no, he's back from Hollywood by this mm-hmm. time. But so, yeah, so you learn Tom is back from Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So it would have been that time. That it took Tom to take two airplanes. Yeah. And then they're it's, already it's a whole a, Bermuda Triangle, <laughs> the temporal Bermuda Triangle that we haven't figured out. Yeah. Lots going on. So um so Connie and um 
They get into a big fight. It's the it's actually on their wedding night. No. In the in the book, Puzo right wrote that on their wedding night they got into a big fight. Oh well, this can't be that though. Okay, so this Tom's is already scene. back from Hollywood, so it would have been. Oh, got it. Okay, it would have been. Um, uh, yeah. So Sonny starts getting it gets starts like, mm-hmm. hey, keep your hands off my sister, and then mm-hmm. Mama says, don't interfere. Like that's between between mm-hmm. the uh, them. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh no, no, I see. It's not Mama who says that. It's the Don who says that. Okay, saying don't interfere. It's, it's you know, and that's which is funny because that's ultimately what winds up. If if he had heeded the Don's advice, he would he would oh, still be alive. Yeah. He would be ninety seven years old today. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Don says don't interfere, and then the Don sits down with uh, Tom, and it's kind of you see the end of this scene in the movie. It's the scene where Tom, Sonny, and those guys are talking about the Salazzo deal. Yeah. So it's right before that. And Tom sits down and basically it, you see the end of his report. He's like, oh, you know, he's he's the Salato report. No, no. This is he's reporting back about oh, about what just took place. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. So the mm-hmm. we still haven't seen Waltz's the result of all this yet. So, yeah, Tom and I've got down, information from the book about that. Perfect. And he explains to um, the Don like, oh, yeah, the, he's, he's willing to have his star outed mm-hmm. for being a drug addict. He's uh you know he's he's a, mm-hmm. uh, and then so the don asks him uh oh is he a, is he a, uh is he willing to like sacrifice his honor yeah, for yeah. all this and um the, it's it's hard to say cuz uh i can i couldn't find out what tom is saying cuz he says something and then he says forget about it Tom says that. Tom says, "Forget about it." Like mm-hmm. in a way of like an Italian person, yeah. and uh, like obviously it's something they say around each other. Hmm. But it made me wonder if that's the first time you've become such at such a like forget about it. That's oh, such a wow. like a cliche kind of. A, you like, think that may be the first time in cin- cinema or television where that was used? It could be. I mean, it's yeah. you know it's hard. Well, to- and they do say that the God, the movie, The Godfather, yes. impacted organized right. crime culture yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense so, but it's so that would be especially ironic if it's a line from a german irish guy who says it exactly in Italian, yeah. it's it. um so the other weird thing about the scene is i think it sounds like every line out of marlon brando's mouth is dubbed Oh, I remember that. It, yeah. sa- it sounds like us doing it. Yeah. Like it sounds, does not sound, it sounds like someone doing a Marlon Brando impression. Yeah. And do you it, think it was someone else saying those lines? Well, I was thinking like, well, maybe it's just that they brought like, maybe they, cause they, you know, it was famous for his voice being all mumbly. Mm-hmm. So maybe they were like, we have to redub these lines because no one could understand what oh, you're saying. Got it. And so did he either come in afterwards and just read it and not give a shit, you know, just be like, oh, ask him about this and then walk out of the studio and not really yeah. caring, not bothering to try to make it match or anything. Oh, Brando. Or was Marlon Brando's like, I don't, I don't do ADL. You can, and then they had to get someone to do it because Marlon Brando wouldn't do oh, it like funny. as part of the, you know, I, I hope that's the case. Cause that would just be a great footnote. A great trivia question. Else, oh, I also did. played Mar- yeah. played well, and then The second question would be who did it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she did it. Was it Fredo or John Cazale? <laughs> or also, yeah, the question would be who played, uh, how many actors have played Vito Corleone? And everyone would say two because Robert De Niro plays him in two. Yeah. I guess actually three because you see a kid playing him in. Oh, that's right. In, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then the one guy who dubbed the voice. <laughs> yeah. <It's a> terrible <laughs> scene. <laughs> um, so then the Don asks uh, if the stories about him and, that, and those girls are true. Yeah. 
And so that again, that kind of ties back to what we said. It shows that the Don is like a moral guy who mm-hmm. it's not just it's he's not hard hearted. It's not just about dollars and cents. It's you know, yeah, there's some personal that. virtue there. Uh, Puzo wrote a bit about this scene, and uh-huh. uh, it's just a slightly different. Puzo wrote the Don had not seemed surprised when Hagen returned from California late Tuesday evening and told him the results of the negotiations with Waltz. Mm-hmm. He had made Hagen go over every detail and grimaced with distaste when Hagen told mm. about the beautiful little girl and her mother. Wow. He had murmured, Infamida. Remember we learned that? Right. His strongest disapproval. Ooh. He had asked Hagen one final question. Does this man have real balls? Uh-huh. And uh, so there's a whole paragraph here where Hagen is thinking to himself, what does he mean by that question? Mm-hmm. And so I think this is... This is the scene that ends that you were just referencing. Uh, Hagen considered what does it mean. Over the years, he had learned that the Don's values were so different from those of most people that his words could have a different meaning. Did Waltz have, was he asking, did Waltz have character? Did he have a strong will? Uh, did the move? Did I the mean, movie, literally, does he have balls? Oh, does he have balls? <laughs> well, I need to know it. I hear he, he can't get aroused except for these yeah, situations. <laughs> Did he did he have the willingness to suffer heavy financial loss delay on his movies? Yeah. Hagen smiled. He did it rarely, but now he could not resist jesting with the Don. You are asking me if he's a Sicilian. The Don nodded his head pleasantly, acknowledging the flattering witticism and its truth. No, Hagen said. Oh, so that that's the line where he says forget about it. Yeah, and but he doesn't say forget about it in the book. Yeah, well, the, the book is but different than the deleted scene from the movie. The book is different than the deleted no, no, scene. No, stop, in the movie. stop, stop the music. Yeah. This scene is not in the movie, so <laughs> you, you have to write a new song. The book oh, is different than this deleted. Can scene. I just overdub the hey, deleted you're the scene musical director? The, whatever okay. lazy shortcuts you want to take. Can we? Can we <laughs> Can we get the guy who overdubbed oh my Marlon God. Brando's vocals in this deleted <laughs> totally, scene yes. to overdub my singing? Yeah, totally. So I think that's it. I think you're right. I think that syncs up with the part the part that you were just asking about. And then finally, that had been that had been all. The Don had pondered the question until the next day. On Wednesday afternoon, he had called Hagen to his home and given him his instructions. The instructions had consumed the rest of Hagen's working day. Wow. So, um, hey, whatever Hagen plans, it takes him this whole day. So yeah. getting all that red wine, <laughs> smuggling it into his upstairs <laughs> Where bedroom. Where am I going to get this, yeah. get all this wine from? <laughs> um, How am I going to get uh, Hagen to have his menstrual cycle culminate <laughs> on that day? <laughs> Wait uh, a minute. Well, sorry. Bonacera has a lot of wine, and he owes us a favor. <laughs> Polly, more wine. That's where they get the wine from. Oh wait, Polly. Um, yeah, so I'm glad that we figured out that that must be what he says. Like, does this man have honor? And then he's like, Oh, you're asking me if he's a Sicilian. And yeah. He's, and he says, Ugh. and then he goes, No, forget about forget it. About it. Well, yeah. He invents that's the it. phrase. Forget, forget about, about it. it. <laughs> that's how that scene should have ended in the book. After yeah. much thought, he said, Forget about it, and thus launched a line that would be. Uh, so I. So weirdly, the Don sounds like James. Gandolfini. Oh, really? That, that's what it sounds like. You know, that kind of nasally, uh, you know. What, how old was James Gandolfini? Oh, he would have been like a, in his teens, oh, I imagine. Yeah. I don't think. But mm. it sounds like it's funny that it made me realize that both the two most famous mafia heads both have distinctive, like, kind of voices that are. Yeah. Do you think James Gandolfini's uh, Tony Soprano voice is 
influenced by Don Corleone's voice? Uh, well, I've seen him in other things, and his voice is very similar. I mean, it's not as like, you know, gah, like it's not as New Jersey-ish. Yeah. But it does but, sound. But it, it does still have tenor. that nasal pinchedness. Yeah. I wonder if that's why he, part of the reason he got it was it had it subliminally reminded uh, David Chase of. Uh, we should point. I just want to mention that uh, a little bit of trivia for, about you. You had not seen The Sopranos until like last year. Yeah, that's correct. Not a single episode. And then you sat, you watched, you binge watched it over you know a I'm period of months, yeah, probably or about a month like or two. Yeah, so, watched all uh, of them. Yeah. yeah so as great. a Godfather, we, we should talk about that during the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's we can talk about that during the bonus content. We can talk about it. I haven't thought about it in a while, but I think we could figure yeah. it out. All right, let's write, let me write that down so you don't forget. Talk about the Sopranos on the bonus content, yeah. and plus we're going to reference the Godfather Companion, the, the new book that Alex just found. Yeah, that has tons of trivia, the ages of the characters. Right, and plus on last week's bonus content, we asked a lot, and in this episode we we're going to answer. answer. Don't play the song now because <laughs> we're going to answer during the bonus content. Do I have a song yet? For oh, I do have music for that. That's right. Yeah, that yes. Yeah. <laughs> So in the so this I guess because it's basically an abbreviated version of that scene uh, with Tom explaining everything. This one, this the the movie in the this, in the deleted scene it goes. Um, well, is this is this true about the girls? And Tom says, "Yeah." And then he says, "Summon Luca Brazzi. Mm. I want I want Luca Brazzi to come here." And uh, and then he says, "Oh, it's like." He says, oh, "I don't remember what wrote it down, but he uses the phrase reason together." He's like, oh, why can't people reason together? Oh, he brings. So he, re- I don't remember, he, but he specifically says reason together because mm. I didn't know he said it in that other deleted mm-hmm. scene. But he does say it, reason together later when he's talking to the five families. Yeah. He's like, oh, why can't we reason together? Do you remember what reason is in Italian? What the English translation uh, like, is? Adanto yeah. or something like that? Uh, to rejoin. Oh, that's re- what it means. Oh, but what you don't remember that the word? Is? Uh, okay. I don't remember it. Rejone yeah. or something. I think it would have had added significance at this time because uh, LBJ, uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson, who mm-hmm. was the president from mm-hmm. 1963 to 1968. Okay. Uh, he was famous for, or he at one point had said the phrase, oh, let us sit down and reason together. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that was kind of like a. Oh, interesting. It would have, you know, it would have been a more familiar phrase to people in 1973. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway. Oh, if, he's, if he's comparing, you know, the crime families with the government, yeah, with the, the, so, uh, all the politicians who are who have all those nickels and dimes yeah. in their pockets, <laughs> yeah. So that that was how this the scene ends uh, mm-hmm. in the deleted scene. So Neat. Luca Brasi is specifically mentioned as the killer of the horse. Yeah, yeah. So, but so what else is there? Is there something else in the book? Uh, there's a little bit more in the book. It's mm-hmm. it's interesting. The um the instruction Don gave the instructions Hagen. It took him a whole day. Uh, the instructions uh, left Hagen dazed with admiration. Wow. There was no question in Hagen's mind that the Don had solved the problem, that Waltz would call him this morning with the news that Johnny Fontaine had the starring pot in, in his new war movie. He was so confident that whatever, that what the yeah. Don chose to do would do the trick. So, okay, so a couple of questions about that. So does Tom know the specifics of it? Yes, I think he Tom... He knows, like, okay, Luca, sneak into the house, cut the f***'s head off. We haven't seen that yet. <laughs> okay, sorry, we'll, we'll save we'll save that, we'll save that. Yeah, I, well, I, uh, I think Tom had spent the whole... So this is the timeline. Okay. Tom gets home. Mm-hmm. Don grills Tom about the whole experience mm-hmm. in Hollywood. 
The Don thinks about it. Don gives instructions several to days later. Several days later, gives yeah. several gives instructions to Hagen to carry it out. Hagen says, "Wow, this guy really knows his stuff." Mm-hmm. And Hagen then sets it all up. Right. So, uh, so th- it's funny because as you're describing this, there's more and more time between Tom Hagen leaving Hollywood and how they convince him. You know. Yeah. What I mean? So if it's so. How do they know for sure that they were going to that Tom that Waltz would connect this with Johnny Fontaine? Well, not to give it away, but when Hagen had visited the estate because he showed the horse. He, yeah. Waltz brought Hagen to the stable and introduced him to Khartoum. So I don't know, though, because I feel like Waltz would show everybody cartoon. Everyone who came over, he would. Yeah. He would well, had anyone else threatened him recently? He must get a lot of threats in his line of work. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. It's just I just think it would be funny if that if the thing oh, happened and so he was totally funny. like. So he, he ends up giving someone else the part in the picture who, who had threatened Frank him. Sinatra. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and that's and his, how. his career was launched. No. So, OK, then so specifically with what you just said about mm-hmm. Tom's admiration. Why did they think this was a guaranteed slam dunk? Well, like they've already, he's already lost his six, you know, like why would this convince him as opposed to, as opposed to what? As opposed to having the, doing the, oh, the brain, the the gun to the contract. Got it. Like the threat to the band leader. Or I guess because he knows that he can't be killed, but I guess they're just saying we'll destroy everything that is of value to you. Even if we can't kill you, we'll, we'll. We will destroy everything. Absolutely, you have. and and Puto wrote about this a little bit. I didn't want to get into this too much until the you act actually it. happened. Yeah, yeah okay. maybe yeah, we should we'll, save we'll some save of that. that. Yeah. Uh, so to to finish up, this is this is really f- kind of funny. Hagen was sure that Waltz would call him this morning with the news that Johnny Fontaine had the starring part in his new war movie. At that moment, the phone did ring. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but who was it? Amerigo Bonacera. Oh, he's back. The Undertaker's voice was trembling with gratitude. So oh, because they just been he thought jelly. Hagen, <laughs> yeah, Hagen thought it was going to be uh, Waltz. <laughs> but it was Bonacera. Uh, interesting. Bonacera calling to thank the Don for doing him the favor. And Waltz maybe soon to call sort of on the other end of things. Right. Know, oh, yeah. You're victim. The chain so. Is, uh, so do you think... Actually, that's interesting, the the, the comparisons, too, because mm-hmm. if you show the Don respect yeah. and work with him, that's a good, you'll, uh, be, yeah. you'll be uh, on the, the Do you think when Bonacera called to thank, did he then say, oh, if you're not busy later, why don't you come over <laughs> for some coffee? <laughs> he had to have, like... He had to, yeah. Because you, you, you would have to invite the Don over for coffee fairly soon after that oh heck yeah after he played that whole game that back and forth how soon afterwards did he wait to call up (laughs) is there a protocol it's like what do you wait two days you don't want to call you don't want to call right away well what if he had said oh uh don corleone don corleone (laughs) uh uh, so you're gonna do this for me like when he said oh i'm gonna that won't be justice i'll 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 Mm -hmm. take care of it and then if he's like oh so why don't you come over for some coffee then he can't refuse the offer. He has to leave because it's still his daughter's wedding day. Oh, on the same day. If he asked it, then he would then he would like, I gotta leave the wedding now. I know that's when Don Carlin's all mad at Bonacera. Bonacera can't get it right no matter what he does. <laughs> Be my friend? Yeah, that's the first thing he <laughs> said, right? Oh. Come over for coffee? No, no, no. That just that's a, just What's the matter with you? <laughs> what's he coming on a ticket to become stupid? <laughs> Um, so Bonacera calls. Yeah. 
Uh, the Undertaker's voice was trembling with gratitude. <laughs> he wanted Hagen to convey to the Don his undying friendship, so he did learn something. Oh, yeah, remember? totally. Uh, the Don had only to call on him. He, Amerigo Bonacera, would lay down his life for the blessed Godfather. So he's saying all this to Tom. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't, he's not saying this. At, Correct. Yeah. Tom's like writing all the specifics down. He's like, okay, you'll do anything. <laughs> Very grateful. What an interesting job. For coffee. Hey, going good. for coffee. Make it Sanka. <laughs> He'll be there. And then Tom goes, okay, crumbles it up, throws it in the garbage. And Don <laughs> oh, never knows no, the Puto no. <laughs> no, Puto Wright wrote. Because uh, Tom has his own undertaking. Oh, it's a little funeral parlor. He's got a little side. corpse valet gig on the side. <laughs> Would you take your corpse valet gig and take your mistress? <laughs> Hagen's got his fingers in a lot of pies now. He's Undertaker world. He's going to become Hollywood. He's going to become a Hollywood big shot. Hollywood soon. mogul, yeah. He uh, becomes such a big mogul. He, they couldn't get him back for Godfather Three. Such a big mogul. <laughs> Hagen assured him that the Don would be told. You see, Alex, mm. he's a good guy. Well, of course, he assures him that. <laughs> He, didn't make, he doesn't make any insurances. Yeah. He's like, I'll tell him immediately. That I'll, I'll tell him because the Don always wants to hear bad news immediately. Oh, he says, well, no, no, but it's not bad news. <laughs> <laughs> not bad news. Coffee. Hello. Hey, Hello. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> that would be great if it deleted scene. Tom, Tom then crumples up the paper, throws it over yeah. his shoulder into a garbage basket. And you see all these other calls, <laughs> notes that have been like, thrown out. <laughs> Everybody. Jack Waltzing. Oh, he has the part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. He didn't tell the Godfather that, yeah. that uh, Waltz Waltz succumbed. I had a change of heart. Because he treated him so badly. It's Hagen because he laid into him. No, really. I, it's good news, Tom. Tell him I'm giving him the pot. No, I, he insists on hearing bad news immediately. Waltz. No, I'm giving Johnny the pot. I'll give him singing lessons, dancing <laughs> lessons. And just to show I'm not hard on it. I'm going to make him a big star. <laughs> I'll let the Don know right away. He insists on any bad news. It's the same line. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, uh, that, oh, one uh, last thing, since we're on to Buenos Aires. Remember there was a period where I kept going back to Buenos Aires? Uh, he was a popular figure in the early days. He was just a little Those fop. early minutes. He was, he was a star. <laughs> what happened to that guy? <laughs> He will make a. Uh, he'll oh, come yeah, back. Bonasera's in it again. You know, there's a, there's a rule in theater. You can't introduce an Undertaker in the first one and not have someone be used oh, by that yeah. Undertaker before yeah. the end of the movie. That's great. Puto continues to write. The Daily News had carried a middle page spread of Jerry. question. Is that capital D, capital N news? Yes. So it's in, the newspaper, the Daily News, not in italics, not in the Daily News, like in the general. Correct. Sense. No, no, okay. in the New York Daily News. Product those placement. of you not from New York, oh, you think it's product placement? <laughs> totally. Paramount, just after yeah. every nickel and dime. Like so many judges. Yeah, do you think that they had to pay the Daily News? Yeah, because said the Daily News, America's paper of record. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what did it say in the Daily News? What about uh, so my this is right after numbers. the bonus era yeah. parts. So the Daily News had carried a middle page spread of Jerry Wagner and Kevin Moonen lying in the street. Those were the two, the two kids, kids who, who got beaten up. in jelly. Yep. The photos were... Ex- Suspended sentence. <laughs> they should show bonus era's uh, face in the picture too. <laughs> Proud father looks Proud on. Father. <laughs> Proud father publicly thanks crime boss. <laughs> <laughs> Area man watches this. Area Undertaker thanks crime boss. 
He's like pointing at them <laughs> as they're being beaten up when they take his picture. And then the next page, it's uh, Undertaker's uh, Undertaker's daughter gets gets cutting edge surgery to repair a jaw. <laughs> so you're saying as you read the newspaper, the story continues, and it's like the Undertaker's daughter gets to college, <laughs> marries nice Italian. Undertaker's daughter marries nice Italian boy. Yeah. Well, then the sports section is. Uh, a six hundred thousand dollar race horse gets sick. It's all, it can't run. That'd be great to put Derby. together a newspaper made up entirely oh, of things yeah. that happen in the Godfather. That'll be a bonus. Content. Okay, totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Puto, Puto, Puto writes the photos of these two kids uh, were expertly gruesome. Mm-hmm. They seem to be pulps of human beings. Miraculously, said the news, they were both still alive though they would both be in the hospital for months and would require plastic surgery. Hagen made a note to and tell... And who's paying for that? Us, oh, John Q. Taxpayer. Yeah, heck yeah. Hagen made a note to tell Clemenza that something should be done for Paul Gatto. Hmm. He seemed to know his job. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He's definitely good at figuring out how much money is in a silk purse from a distance. Yeah. He can look at any dis- silk purse and give you a rough ass <laughs> within $10,000 can tell you how much is in it. Oh, only if there are small bills, cash in that purse. <laughs> He's got and only if it's someone else's wedding. <laughs> That's Paulie's the guy for your job. <laughs> I thought he was a good kid. Turned out he was the stupid jerk. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's probably now, right now. What? We should do the... Cannoli countdown. Guns and cannoli. Won't be seeing Polly no more. Oh, betrayed me. He got a cold and then didn't show up to work. I thought Polly was a good kid, but it turned out he was the stupid jerk. I'm talking about a countdown. Guns and cannoli. send a clear message or else you might lose your life and whatever you do take that cannoli don't upset clemenza's wife we're working on a how many minutes left how many minutes left we're doing the countdown how many minutes left how many minutes left, consigliere? How many minutes left? So, what is it? Uh, uh, 25 minutes left? Is that what you're guessing? I'm going to say 25 minutes left. 25 minutes left. 25 minutes left. It could be. you got to help me do the math, Alex. It's minutes 59 it happens. 59, okay. And this is minute 30. This is minuto 34. Uh huh. So that's you're right. Twenty five minutes. You the got first it. Time I got it. You got it right. Oh, we're only gonna get to do this twenty five more times. <laughs> oh, we, I'm gonna come up with the zaza countdown, <laughs> or maybe afterwards we can say how many episodes it's been since the cannoli. Oh. <laughs> how many minutes since the cannoli? <laughs> what would it be? How many minutes passed? How many minutes passed? <laughs> No, but what would the lyrics yeah, change true. to? Well, you're the musical director. Okay, I'll leave I'll that to you. That. Yeah, I'm the music. I'm not the lyrics, as you can tell. <laughs> you don't have the head Cannoli for uh, a big lyric. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> so I think that might be all I have. I think I read the part already about Walt's in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here's a little bit more from the book. On this Thursday morning, for some reason, Walt's w- awoke early. The light of dawn made his huge bedroom as misty as a foggy meadowland. 
Meadowlands. <laughs> Far down at the foot of his bed. <laughs> do you want to do the music while I'm reading this? Far down down at the foot of his bed was a familiar shape And Walt struggled up on his elbows to get a clearer look It had the shape of a to be continued. Mm, wow. To be continued. How many stars do you give this minute? I oh, I give this. Oh boy, it's tough because it's a lead up minute. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm going to pre-rate the next minute five. The only reason I'm saying that is because the Marlon previous Brando's in it. Marlon Brando's in it. <laughs> the previous minute was five. The next minute's five. Does that bump up this middle minute? Does it bump it up? <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you giving yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna yeah, get. I ain't no minute I mean, raider. <laughs> it's two. It's a minute of build up. Zoom in, waltz. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we had had three more seconds, this would be a five star minute. I, I'm gonna give it four. You mean if it had the reveal? Yeah, the reveal. I'm gonna give it three. It's oh. really a kind of a four because it's you can't yeah. separate it from the two other fives. I'm gonna give it a four. Uh, well, as we learned, possibly as we learned last week, I do not have the patience to sit through movies anymore, and mm. I would, I would probably fast forward through oh, this minute. Okay. So mm. I'm going to go ahead and give it one star. One star. One okay. star. I get it. So. I totally get it. <laughs> I'm giving a little bit of context, but yeah, that's my my rating of four is with the. Context. I always look at it as if if I was watching this, if, if I'd never seen this movie before. And just watch this one minute. What would I think of it? That's totally how I rate movies. It would be incredible then. It would be an incredible minute. Why? Because it, be it like ends a, with this crazy cliffhanger. I know, but like it got me invested with this character sleeping. and It doesn't resolve anything. <laughs> Who's this guy? You're just watching this one minute. Who's this old guy? What's going Why's, on? Yeah. Whose house is this? Is that guy in this house? Is he a band leader? Why is the band leader bleeding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I bet some and goombas what? came and beat him up. That oh, must have been what I <laughs> He's internally bleeding from the, the rough up. I wonder if some goombas came and did some rough stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And why is everyone singing, Mama, Mama, Mia? He doesn't look Italian. All right, so let's wrap this one up. Let's wrap it up. Um, don't forget, we got the uh, new Godfather shirt showing... Mm-hmm. Uh, Showing a, for some reason, there's a horse with its head yeah. cut off. I don't know why I went with such a grisly image. It's yeah. I mean, Khartoum's in great shape. Yeah, you just totally. saw him in the stable. Who is? Khartoum. Khartoum. Mama. The ghost of Jack Walt. Wait, is that the ghost of Jack Walt or the ghost of Khartoum <laughs> showing up? <It's> like, <laughs> the ghost. Anyway, we shouldn't say no. ghost of Khartoum. Well, by, that, by now, he'd be dead because the horse would be 100 years old. So, so I'm going to flash forward, <clears throat> flashing back. It's the ghost dizzy. of the guy, of the actor, who's on stage performing for a young Don Corleone and his friend. Uh, cartoon! Cartoon! Mia! <laughs> that would be my cartoon. Yeah, then my cartoon. My cartoon. <laughs> oh, so when we do our musical, that's when we'll, uh, that's the, it'll have to end with oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have anyway, to. we'll talk about that after <laughs> yeah. we see the group. Because it would be so. great to have some actual real godfather music in well the then musical. we need to pay for that though and you know uh, paramount yeah. just using that logo That's alone true. is going to cost us uh mm. six hundred thousand dollars yeah 
I bet a, I bet a Russian czar never paid that much for you know, logo <laughs> <Do> usage. <laughs> Trademarks. All right, so yeah, yeah, ain't no trademark attorney. <laughs> yeah, so if you go to our website, godfatherminute.com, you can find the link for the shirt there. Or you can go to see public and search Godfather Minute. Mm-hmm. Either way, it'll come up. Yeah, so, definitely yeah. check out that shirt. It is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're so uh, we're, this is the end of the regular show. We're going to do the bonus content, mm-hmm. talk about the Sopranos, and talk about the Godfather newspaper. Oh yeah. So uh, let's uh, wrap up this episode, and uh, in twenty nine minutes, we're going to leave take the, the gun, gun and leave, leave the, the cannoli. cannoli.